That's it. I've had it. This always happens with you guys, and I'm not doing it anymore. Whoa, chill. What's the problem? Do you have any clue how hard it is to put together a show for you Twitter brain devolving mouth breathers? Uh, okay. I'm sick of it. All right. It's just relax. Relax, man. All right. They get it. That's what you always say. Relax, man. They get it. It's the same thing every week. You and I break our fucking backs for them and ask for nothing. Come on, man. They're, they're listeners. They're obviously not taking this as seriously as we do. Well, you're not taking it seriously. Listen, you are going to take it seriously. If you want to be in the Haitian army, you are going to take this seriously. I'm still not sure about the Haitian army. Shut the fuck up, Tyler. Do I look like I'm playing right now? Oh, man. Okay, please just let them go and we can figure this out. We Didn't can... I already tell you to shut the fuck up? Let them go. Let them go. You think that I'm going to keep asking you nicely? You think that I'm going to let you keep fucking me over and over again week to week and not say a word? Ryan, please just calm down. We can talk about yes, this. No, I, I will calm down. I guess I will calm down. Wait right here while I go calm down. Guys, Please just give him what he wants. I keep trying to explain to him that rate, review, and subscribe is only for YouTube. I don't know how to get through to him. Listen, if he asks, just say you did it, okay? Hey, hey, I don't want you talking to the, you guys ready to relax? Let's relax. Go, go, go. Hello, my little Haitians, and who the fuck let you out of the basement? Welcome to the show that wants to shout out to the people who are wondering what the opposite of in is. To my left, a man who winks with both eyes, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I didn't think you noticed. I did notice. <laughs> I've had some time. I, <laughs> I am doing okay. Today has been a trying day. I want to punch <laughs> the universe in the goddamn balls. Hey, universe, get your balls over we, here. <laughs> we will explain that in a little. Um, but uh, otherwise, I'm doing okay. We're going to go celebrate the uh, the Mother's Day today. Ah, so. Fuck that shit. Let's talk about what really matters, okay? Uh what actually happened is this is our third time recording this episode Motherfucker! and we're not angry about it at all. We've just been clawing scratch marks into our chest and abdomen. Ah! That sums it up perfectly, but we want to attack this with the same energy, with the same ferocity as we normally would. I just wasted all of mine on that scream. Let's go ahead and shut this off because I don't care anymore, Tyler. On today's show, colon, colon surgery, semicolon. Will, le will it leave you with the semicolon? Question mark. I'm so sick of hearing the name of your segment. I'm sick of it. <laughs> you, you hated it the first time. The second time you could barely take it. And the third one you spit in my face. If this crashes again, I'm quitting this fucking show. It's God trying to tell us something. <laughs> oh man. Later on today's show, we're going to get into some medical conversations and I'm going to, I'm going to terrify you with what the human body is capable of. And then we're going to take your temperature without a glove. Mm -hmm. Tyler, I need to, before we start, what I need to do is I need to put you up on a pedestal. I, I need to show the world already there who you are. Okay. I need, because not all heroes wear capes, but the good ones do. Sometimes they just wear assless chaps. Uh, 
What, what, it's assless chaps, man. <laughs> DC Comics has to have an assless chaps, man. It just has to. But do you know what it is that I'm talking about, Tyler? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I absolutely do. I'm so distraught. Tyler, like a bright, shining turd, brought home a package of paper towels the other day. He brought home an eight-pack of the good shit. He brought home a bounty. Is it bounty? It's bounty, and then we discussed something about a lumberjack That's last time. <laughs> we can review or whatever. Does, does bounty have the lumberjack? I mean, we can't even tell you about the old show. So It was so much better than this one. It was a lot better. <laughs> now, 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 here's the deal. I, before this whole thing happened, I had such a stringent um, policy on paper towels, and the reason why is because they're very expensive, and so you have to really make some tough decisions. Well, on, and they're hard to come by. Well, I'm talking about even before this. I Because I'm compulsive, everybody knows that I have some issues, mm -hmm. and so it was a very stringent policy on what deserved a paper towel and what didn't. Okay. Okay. Now this thing happened and it threw me for a loop because when it all happened, I was very slow to work to, to like react. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get any paper towels before this happened. So I've been using washcloths. I've been doing a bunch of different things. You come home with an eight pack. I'm flush with, I'm flush with paper towels. I feel like I'm fucking rich. Yeah. 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 Like you just hit the lottery. Like I've just hit the lottery. And so what I've noticed is that I've been burning through paper towels at a rate well, I, that's been alarming. I feel like I am the daddy Warbucks of paper towels. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the Scrooge McDuck of bounty. Okay. I feel like I'm the Donald Trump of politics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, that last one really took a turn. I did it terrible on my SATs. I am not good at putting those kind of things together. You're and doing it, well. And it made me think, it made me think about this. It's like when you get out of a traffic jam, don't you inherently drive way faster than you normally would? Cause you got to make up for that lost time. Yeah. You said that last time. Oh my God. You, I've totally I, lost you for the show. I'm Tyler. so sick of your examples. I, I, I'm sick of them. Do you have something better? I mean, we I can't just, just Tyler. doing the show retroactively is awful. But Tyler, we can't do this whole show. Just talking about know, how it's actually kind of fun. I know. I know, but you, you got to come on, man. I need you here. So since I'm doing this by myself, I'm like, I'm like Forrest Gump playing ping pong against that one side of the ping pong table. Let's just slide right into the depression index. <laughs> what the depression index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. And the reason we do that is not to celebrate depression, but it's to let you know whether or not we're worthy of a good old-fashioned podcast listen this week. Tyler, where are you at? I, Ryan, am at... Go on. Oh! Oh! Three! Oh! Four! Oh. Six. Six and a half. Six and a half. Well, can you give everybody a heads up on where you're at? Because I don't think you've talked on the show in 10 minutes. Uh, yes, I'm at a six and a half. I started my day at a five and then I worked my way up to a six and now I'm at a six and a half, but I'm still doing okay. 
Listen, listen, let's let's talk. Hey, this shit is going to happen, man. If we're going to be committed to the show and something that has to be done, then these things are going to happen. That's just how it is. And we got to roll with the punches. If this is going to be our love, then we got to, you know, deal with the good and the bad. Roll with the punches. That's exactly right. That's how you deal with your loves. Well, just I mean, roll with the punches. If, if you aren't physically attacking someone, do you actually love them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that's like do- one of Dr. Phil's main pillars. You're thinking of Chris Brown. So, <laughs> top of like the bruising on Rihanna. Oh, uh, no, I can't. Now, that made it me I, I can joke about him. I cannot joke about her because that's not funny. That made me sad. Yeah, that's not funny. I'm just kidding. He hit her really hard. Yeah, he's a miserable fucking person. So, but damn, can he make a good song? He really can. And you want to talk about gyrating. Oh, yeah. That guy knows how to gyrate. He really can. He did this song with uh, David Guetta and I th- like Little John or, or no, 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 Lil, Lil Wayne. One yes. of the Lils. Yeah. It yeah. was one of the Lils yeah. of the Coney Island Lils. For my deep end, Tyler, I'm going to dive in. And I'm going to do a cannonball and I'm going to ask you this question. How many decisions do you make because you ultimately want to get somewhere? And the re- what I mean by that is, how many decisions are you making without even noticing it? Because I know for myself, every decision that I made for a 15-year window was because I wanted something. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Of course. Okay, expand on what you think about that. Well... I wasn't listening yeah, to you. Yeah, I know you weren't listening. Because I, I, I was focused on what's on my computer, and it was just a bad job. Uh, something about lying and getting to where you are. Maybe I'm assuming lying to yourself and creating these stories in your head about who you are or what you're doing or where Different, you're going. They're, 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 which is weird because this is the third. Could you please stop playing on your computer? It's weird because this is the third time you've heard this. So I would think that maybe you would know a little something about a little something. But what I'm saying is, is that the decisions that you're making, it's because ultimately you want to get somewhere. And the problem is it becomes such a habit that you don't even know that you're doing it. And the issue is, is that you aren't being yourself. If you're, if you're making decisions to get somewhere else, it's, I mean, by, by definition, you're not actually making decisions because that's who you are. Unfortunately, the problem with that is, is most people don't realize that those are lies that they're telling to themselves. And that is where that buzzword awareness comes in. With all that being said, it's not real. Dude, the fucking show is vibing. Today is hurting a little bit, but thank you guys for coming along with us. And I'm feeling great. I'm at a fucking two. Yeah! Jesus, man. You don't need to go into it with so much, uh... Verve. Panache? <laughs> Any verb. Just pick a verb. Quiche? Don't go into it so much with that. I think that's a noun. Is that a person, place, thing, or an idea? All right. Tyler, before we move on with the actual show, I everybody's been telling me how much they love it. I have not heard a, a, an unkind word about this show because if you do, I'll block you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Except for one thing. One thing that I did hear from people right before I did block them. Mm-hmm. And it's that we weren't manly enough. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I don't. I, I don't see it. I mean, you're the gayest one out of the two of us. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're the gay one. Wait, you're the homosexual and I'm the gay Correct. one. Correct. Right. Um, but so what I, I and, and okay, I don't want to just say anytime that somebody, uh, uh, you know, says something bad about us that they're wrong. Just most of the time. But I thought maybe I could fix this by bringing in some breaking sports news. Okay. All right. Is this breaking news or is it, is this something that, that people have heard of already? I know I hadn't heard of it yet, but that's not really, that's not a standard to hold our this listeners to. This is breaking sports news, Tyler. Breaking sports news. A professional German soccer player, Juanik Kamba, has died in a car accident 
in 2016. Yes. Yeah, that's... um. Talk about retroactive news. Right. Now, Kamba was a defender for... Uh, F you, Germany. <laughs> FC Schalke? Nailed it. In the German Bundesliga until he was declared dead following a car accident in his native Democratic Republic of the Congo. Man, it's like you speak German. C. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Now, now here is the actual breaking part. And this is an actual, well, I know everything we do on here is wacky. Everything we do on here is nutty. But here is the actual breaking part. Kamba was discovered alive. Uh, fuck. In Gelsenkirchen. Nailed it. I might have actually nailed that. Sounds good enough. Working his old job as a chemical technician. I think as long as it sounds scary, you've nailed the German language. That's how you say good night, my sweet baby. I can't wait to see you in the morning. Gelsenkirchen! Oh, they really got everything succinct and yeah. down to a point. Yeah, they got places. You know, I've been in Germany, and you'll go and you'll see the street signs, and literally they'll be 20 to 25 characters long. Yeah. And yeah, with yeah, P's yeah. and M's and F's together. There's like two X's next to each I other. I mean, brother. Yeah. It's like... Uh, well, very much like uh, well, like Iceland. I went to Iceland yeah, one time and yeah. everything is like 50 letters long. I don't know half of those letters. What do you think Scrabble is like over there? Do you think <laughs> they just need bigger boards? They don't have parks. They just have giant Scrabble boards. Quadruple word scored. You just went into the millions, dude. How'd you, how'd you use the Y? I, I'm asking a real question here. I, I started as a joke. Do you think that the X's, the Y's, and the F's are less points over there because the scores are so or the the letters are so much more common it all comes down to how common the letter yeah. is just like on english scrabble uh you have the e's and the s's are one point yeah. because they're used constantly when you played like wheel of fortune or something like uh, in a game or I, we used to have it on our first computer i always had a letter that i went to first do you know do you i'm gonna guess s uh that was my second letter hmm. number one was t uh, t's are awesome number ding Imagine me flipping it over. So you've won half a car. Here's, can, can I pick which half? Um, now here, now here's the deal. His wife is a suspect after allegedly forging a death certificate to collect on his life insurance. Um, but here's the deal. Why do you stay in the con There's more news coming out about this. Why do you stay in Congo? Well, I think, I think what it is in, as you said, just with the details that we have right now, it is a incredibly confusing story as to who had what part where. I think that once more details come out, it will still be an interesting story, but then we could finally put the pieces together. We got to follow up on this because he is now back in Germany trying to convince the German chancellors. Yeah, that sounds about right. Overseers? Ch chancellors? Yeah. Wizards? The German wizards. <laughs> the guy with the whip. Uh, he's trying to convince them that he is him. What an interesting argument. But it, I mean, you got to think that they have uh, uh, fingerprint records and dental records. And, and I mean, I don't know that much about forensics, but I got to imagine there's a lot of data out there, especially this guy being a celebrity. There's got to be more than more than most actually. in Germany. And I actually, well, we can review. I'll look it up. They keep your foreskin and your afterbirth. So they should be able to DNA test. That's not true. We can review. That sounds like something Germany would do without <laughs> I hear they're collecting fetuses. Hey, listen, people are listening to us in Germany and like, da, that is a great idea. I fucking knew Merkel was fucking weird. Ah, CSC. And you know what they love in Germany, Tyler? They love the Week in Review. Tyler, that's... <laughs>
You know what? That's a perfect representation of how I feel right now. That is not the We Can Review music, Tyler. They love the We Can Review. Shit. <laughs> Tyler. And his good mood is back just like that. I love that. I, I know, know you, you hate it. I know you. And no, I, I love it. I don't hate it, but it is a very odd noise. I have made other ones that I just don't want to switch them up yet. But not, yeah. not that I switch them because they're all the same. Tyler, last week we said that Nuremberg was in Germany. And then we covered our bases by saying maybe it was in Austria. Were we right on one of those? 50-50. Oh, yes, Daddy. We were right alleged, at first. At first, we were right because it is in Germany, not in Austria. We tried to cover our bases by saying two things, and the answer happened to be one of those two things. So we were good. That is exactly right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Nuremberg could be a city in Austria. I'm, I'm defensive even though we were right. I was going to say, I am, there's nothing to defend right now. I am being John Malkovich on my own insecurity. Well, last week, we had asked uh, or just wondered how many... Podcasts have reached a thousand episodes. Were we right, Ryan? I also looked this up. I don't know. You can't find that information. It's too new or uh, there's just no way to track it. Podcasting is still relative. Like it started roughly around 2005. Yeah. Which is, you know, 15 years ago. But I do know that. But it didn't it didn't explode until with with the last like, what, five years. The moment that we put our faces into it, it exploded. That's a good point. I didn't make that connection like a like a like a media docking. Um, that is exactly right. I do know that, uh, stuff you should know is over a thousand. I mentioned that on last week's show, but other than that, I don't know of another one. Yeah. Like, and as I said, well, I haven't yet. Uh, as I said, retroactively, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan, who is like one of the biggest names doing it right now. He's been Jogan. On, he's been uh, going for, a, does that help the conversation in any way? Bro, bro. All right, that's a little bit better. <laughs> that's he's, well, that's he, what he's known as, Bropra, right? He, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. You know, I and I, I am in need of a Bropra. I never listen to his show. I don't. You, you should check it out. Yeah. I, he's he's not my favorite right now, but but at the same time, there are like the one with Elon Musk. Some of the ones, the older ones with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Now, uh, no, the old ones. It's uh, fun because he goes. Nope. He goes back and forth with with uh, uh, Rogan. Yeah. But uh, but now on the on the newer episodes that I've listened to, it just Joe Rogan asks one question and then Neil deGrasse Tyson just oh, talks. Oh, really? Nobody loves the, the, mo- the NDG. The more like that H-I-M. That's, not true. that's not true. The more that I acknowledge that I like him, the more you seem to rail against him. It has nothing to do with him. You just hate everything that I like. He is literally a star bleeper. Number one. Number two. And the reason I don't listen to Joe Rogan, I don't like people who are smarter than me. It's very intimidating. That's why you close yourself off from the rest of society. I go to kids' birthday parties and I leave in shambles. <laughs> Those kids will know how to attack you at your weakest, uh, weakest points. Yes, my the backs of my knees, Tyler. On last week, I said that Operation Paperclip, I don't know why I'm talking like this, was a directive for the U.S. government. Operation Paperclip. I'm honestly just like strung out on just pure adrenaline after doing this for so long. So in other words, Operation Paperclip was a directive by the U.S. government where we were taking Nazi scientists and we were bringing them over here. I said that we brought a few of them over here. Was I correct even though you know the answer, Tyler? I'm going to say maybe. Nope. I wasn't because it was 1,600 scientists, Tyler. Yeah. And their Nazi Jew-hating families, Tyler. Yeah. And they came to work for the U.S. And the thing that's crazy about it is they really did bring over, like, substantial information, not just hatred, 
They brought that too. Yeah, lots it, of hatred. It was in the overhead compartment, but mm-hmm. also they brought what one some sir, sir, that is not going to fit up there. I'm sorry, you're going to have to check that. If you just moved your bag over an inch, <laughs> thank you very much. Could you put your hand down? Uh, but the thing is, is that one of these Nazis came over and was huge in NASA. And he was working on rockets behind the scenes, brought that information over here. But they were brilliant. Helped us defeat those Soviets. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, and I, I, I mean, this will have to be a week in review. The man who, one of the main men who was in charge of building, developing the atomic bomb. I, I actually saw that in here. Heinrich von Duschelbagger. I don't think that last name is. We correct. can review. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Last so, m- wait wait oh, no, oh, please oh, oh. please please and and I I am so sorry. So Harry Truman, president at the time, he sanctioned the agency to do this, and the agency that we're talking about is the OSS, mm-hmm. which is. Do you know what that stands for? Uh, OSS. Uh, it was the precursor. To, it's something Secret Service or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it was the precursor to the CIA. Now. They bypassed this directive by doing what the CIA is one to do, which is whatever the fuck they want. Yep. Office of Strategic Services. In CIA, if you're listening, just kidding. I love you. We can review. Now, they bypassed this directive by completely whitewashing all the incriminating evidence of war crimes from the scientists' records. And all of this was to achieve a stronghold over the Soviets because as soon as World War II over uh, World War II was over, we basically just went right back right into the Cold War. There always has to be a war going on, or else how are these people going to make their money? It is good for business, Tyler. <laughs> business, business. It's that bottom line. Last week I discussed the Jewel lawsuit. Did I? Mention that I love her and her songwriting abilities and her acoustic guitar and her 90s bangs. Is this thing on? Jewel, Jewel the tobacco company, sure. The the vaping tobacco company, Which yes. is owned partly by Marlboro. Actually, they bought, I think, a controlling stake in it. That's how they saw that as the wave of the future. Insidious. And, yeah, of course. Insidious, because everybody got too smart for cigarettes. They were, um, yeah, it's the new... It's the new uh, cigarette for the new age. And it's know? like vodka, but for the tobacco industry. It tastes like fucking cotton candy. Yeah. You don't like the taste of whiskey? Here, have this oatmeal vodka or whatever. I don't know. You would go to oatmeal, you sick you son of a You put a little bitch. bit of blueberry vodka <laughs> in it. You put a little bit of banana vodka. Well, I was talking about the Jewel lawsuit last week, and they, uh, they were sued as a class action lawsuit. Or excuse me, not a class. It was a lawsuit brought down on them by the Supreme Court of Manhattan. Okay. And, and it, it was for their insidious uh, ways of advertising where they would, they would make their commercials and their advertisements colorful and, and playful specifically to go after the younger crowd, but specifically to go after kids. How do you prove that? How can you prove that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess just off the top of my head, my guess would be that it depends on where the advertisements are being shown. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I, well, I, I, cause I looked some of this up for the show last week and they said kids that went into, um, you know, not seven 11s, but a convenience store, I guess mm-hmm. that they were X amount more likely to, because of all the advertisement, where it was placed, how colorful it was. Yep. Don't, Think I forgot about fucking Joe Camel. You remember Joe Camel? Of course, man. He was playing the fucking saxophone, and just like Jessica Rabbit, I'm like, I'd fuck that cartoon. You know what happened? You think to him, he right? wants to hump? Died of lung cancer. What? 
Yeah. Joe Camel? Yeah, you never you'll never get to hump him. So wait a minute, he wasn't even a camel. That was just melanoma. That's it. Yeah, get those were just those were just tumors growing on his back, and he continued to smoke. So me doing that hump joke a couple minutes ago was just like a hate crime? Poor taste. Fuck him. <laughs> he deserves it. Wow. Get back in there, Joe Camel. <laughs> Tie yourself up. And don't rub me with those two. You know, pussy sacks on your. Side. I think those giant tumors will weigh him down. I don't think. I don't. At this point, I don't think he can walk on his own. It's not a tumor, Tyler. Last week we discussed. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna combine two of them. Do Asian people have better genetics, and are Asian people's culture from the future? Yes, and yes. I don't know. I don't know because I couldn't find substantial information. I did find this one fact that there are more than 50,000 people in Japan that are over the age of 100, which I did not look up how many people are here with that. So that doesn't help us at all. I, well, I would like to know how who's in second place because that's that's by, far and away got to be first place. Well, right? you heard a lot about Italy having such a, a high senior percentage until not anymore. Yeah. Dude, you just uh, it's the first time I've seen you smile on this third shot at it. Uh, but there's just so much less to smile about now, so, Ryan. But but what you're saying with the culture, it's like because they eat a lot of fish. They they they're considered well, more of a healthy culture. Uh, yes, and I think it's the way that they go about taking care of themselves physically and all that. They they're very I, I assume they're very active people and they take care of themselves much better. I think and like we talked about last episode, their diets, the the, the amount of sugar that we're putting into our bodies and the they eat bonsai trees. The, the, Oh, those poor bonsai trees. Yep, yep. Uh, but it, so if it breaks down just on like um, your intake, do you think that people from the West Coast are healthier than people from the the East Coast? Uh, that's a tough one. If we're going on diet alone, I'm not sure. But I think, ooh, that's a tough one. Because, it, we can review. Because, Let's because see if we in can find something. In California, you're always seeing people walk around everywhere, but at the same time, so do they they do also in New York. So well, and, you know. and the green smoothie, kale, yeah, uh, yeah. all these different fads well, and I guess diets. There's, I guess there's red not a lot wine, of, dark chocolate. There's not a lot lot of people walking around in New York right now. You're just gonna keep going back to this well, huh? There's the a old, lot of dead people, Ryan. You're gonna keep going back to the Corona cooler, huh? That's I don't have much m many other weapons in my arsenal. I've noticed and you the, are an arsenal. The, the, the very last thing that I have on here for my week in review was last week. We just asked how many people do you think use their phone while watching TV? I said seven. I mean, at least seven. Technically, you're right. Definitely at least seven for sure. And were we correct? I don't remember. Sure. Oh, yes, daddy. It wasn't it wasn't a, uh, a yes or no question. We just posed the question. Of, of, hey, I wonder how many people use their oh, phones. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my guess would be like friggin' 50 plus, 50% plus. We, but we said, uh, you know, we just, we didn't know. We, we didn't, we didn't do our normal strategy of saying something, giving an answer as if we were absolutely right. And then going back and realizing we were totally wrong, we right. covered our bases and said, we don't know. Well, that makes this show a lot less enjoyable. I think we should start using this more. We sound wow. smarter. Nuance is not for those guys you hate. Like, honestly, I will I will quit. <laughs> How dare I even bring that up? I'm sorry. But uh, a study done back in 2018 said that at least 28% of adults have used a, a device while watching TV, a phone or an iPad or whatever. However, it said adults, and this was back in 2018. I think the people that would be using it the most are the teenagers and the kids. Absolutely. So 
it's it's hard to get in a, a, a specific number based on that. Yeah, I understand, but I mean, it's got to be super. I, I I would imagine, for sure, especially like I was saying, like, tw- and I'm I'm talking about what I know, of course, which is very little, but Twitter with the live sports events. I know that they like, or, or these big shows that every, well, a Lord of the Thrones or whatever. You did uh, that on purpose. What are you talking Lord about? Lord of the Rings. Uh, Star Trek Wars. Just go be- continue before I attack Harry you. Harry Potty. And no, you uh, keep his name out of your mouth. You, st- <laughs> you keep that potty out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that people like the new addition of community to their watching experience. Um, yeah, or it's just the fact that our attention spans have become so tiny, so minute, that we need to go back and forth between two separate things constantly. I'm sorry, what? Tyler, on last week's show, we said the code of the samurai sounded pretty tough. Were we right? Yes. Oh, yes, Daddy. Let me tell you about the code of the samurai. Yuki! To show courage every moment of living, in danger or not. Jin, to show everyone kindness and compassion. Ray, politeness, but more than being kind, it is about gently caring about others. Makoto, honesty, be true by the actions you show and the words you speak. Mayo, not only earn honor, but enjoy it. And finally, Chugi, to be loyal. Honestly, that just sounds to me like the way that people should just be living, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but I think in, I mean, in their culture, if you don't abide by those rules, you're getting seppuku'd. Uh, you're being forced <laughs> to chop your own stomach You're out. getting Jeffrey Epstein, basically. I think that that's a respectable way to go out. Jeffrey Epstein? I think that I'd like to walk that back. Do I have a chance <laughs> to walk that back? No, this isn't recorded in history for the, the until the end of time. Mr. Epstein, my apologies. So, oh, so strong take. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He's a piece of trash. Are y'all done? Oh, no, I'm done. Okay, Tyler, last week you and I both tried to use the word docileness. Nope. And on last week's show, we said that the... Th- I said that the buttocks were the best uh, part of the human to eat. You said the thighs. Were we correct? Yeah. One of us. Oh, yes, daddy. One of us. Nope. I got this information from PBS.org, believe it or not. Those idiots. And I'm just going to read you the last paragraph because I find it to be, it's well written and it just gets right down to the marrow. Hit me. So, if you want to go true paleo by adding a little human to your diet, you should start with a person's fat pads, which carry the most nutritional value on average, which is approximately 50,000 calories. Think about that. 50,000 calories, Tyler. That's like a blooming onion. That's like one Big Mac. <laughs> we went the same direction. Look at us. Uh, the, the So... The fat deposits are located all over the body. So if you want to reduce the prep time, try the skeleton, which you said was like the marrow, mm-hmm. which is like 25,000 calories. The thigh muscles, which you said, which makes you the champion, 13,000 calories. Or, and the skin, which is 10,000 calories, like a little human chicharron. Chicharron. Oh, yeah, I stole that from you. You, you said it last time, and bitch. I really liked it. Son of a bitch. You said it better than I did last time, though, so. And finally... I also, well, and actually I read one other thing about that from, uh, on Business Insider from a doctor, Jim Stampani, that said you should start with the brain and the muscles. This fucking guy don't know about Kuru. I was going to say, start with the brain. Are you insane? Finally. Jeez. And the last thing on last week's show, we talked about little Kim. 
I showed you the pictures already. You did. It was a yeah. very drastic change. Yeah. You have to you have to wonder, just like with Michael Jackson, what is going on in that person's life to make them want to change so drastically that they don't even look like the same human being whatsoever. Well, it's hooked up to it's hooked up to your perception of the world and your perception of yourself. No, it, of course. Yeah. I would specifically like to know what's going on in their brains though. Uh, Fly on the wall in their heads if you will. Well, it's, it's I mean, and I'm 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 totally armchair quarterbacking this thing. But you would imagine there's some self-hatred if you need to go to such a disparate of course. version of yourself. That's why I became a man. What? I'm sorry, what? And that's the Wicked Review! What? The um, Wicked Review always teaches us something new, doesn't it? Yes, let's wrap this up because I got to get the fuck out of here because I can see your lady dick poking through your leggings. Oh, boy. So, Tyler, I want to try out a little something, okay? Because I am obviously, everybody knows this about me. Everybody says this about me. I'm the most modest. You've heard that about me often. From you. Superlatively. Mm -hmm. Yes. But, and the reason I bring it up is because, of course, I am the best parent. And it's hard for me to say that because of my modesty. I'm the best parent. I do the best. I'll always be the best. I have the best words. Please continue. So... I had a run-in with my son the other day that I thought that everybody could learn from. Okay. And by learn from, I just thought that it was mildly entertaining. And I, I, I'm going to tell you guys whatever. I'm holding you audibly hostage. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've, we have come to understand that. My son comes in to me, and I think it's very important to learn to clean your room. I am a compulsive cleaner, and that, again, I just think it's good for you. I don't agree with it. You're happier when your room is clean. Are you lying? You like it when your room's clean. Uh, yeah, of course. I just, if you would not call out every sarcastic joke of mine for cereal, I'd appreciate it. Are you joking right now? I don't know. So I'm in my room. He comes in. I'm like, don't you ever come in my room? But anyway, he keeps talking anyway. And he says, wonder where he gets that from his mama. And he says to me, Hey, uh, I'm ready to go. And I said, did you clean your room? And he says, yes, I did. Now, listen, I've heard that only about a million times, okay? So I said, okay, you clean your room. Let's go check this thing out. So we go in there, and bro, he did a great job. He folded up his blanket. He put the shit. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I mean, I was very impressed. So I did the obligatory thing that every dad is supposed to do, the fake heart attack. Mm -hmm. I slumped up against the wall. I started sliding down because I'm the best dad. Kids expect this. They need it. They need stability in their lives, Tyler. Uh, yeah, that sounds just like stability. Of course. Yeah. So pretending I, that you're dying because he did the smallest thing, right? Um, so I say to him, I get back up from my hilarious joke and I say to him, Hey dude, do you feel this thing that you are feeling right now as in as small of a capacity as of, of what we've done here? That's accomplishment, man. That's what being a man is about. Not gender specific. It's about being an adult. You got something done. You feel good about it. You had mentioned something about a punchline to this whole conversation. Why do you hate everything positive? This is what I was talking about. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. And so he said to me, dad, stop. Are you about to give me a lecture because I did something right? And bro, it floored me. Uh -huh. It floored me. It was so funny. And, and my son calls me Hannibal Lecture because I cannot help but lecture people. It's just my thing, man. Yeah. I think that my way is right. And you make it very apparent. I am a parent. You motherfucker. And I just wanted to pass it off. Maybe a little parenting corner. That's just, that's it, man. And that's it. I'm trying to help you guys out. Tyler, I was thinking about maybe 
for next week's show, I was thinking about maybe doing um, like a little, like a like a bingo hopper. You know what a bingo hopper is? I do. Okay. And where we put in little, you know, pieces of paper and we put in arbitrary words. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we pull them out. We get something funny and you got to Google it and see what comes up. Do you think that we could turn that into something? I think we could. Do you have an example for me by any chance? I, I mean, off the top of my head. Yeah. Is that just yeah, off just, the top of any, my head. Anything. Slippery Ninja Camel Toe. Slippery Ninja Camel Toe. Toe. That's ridiculous. Celebrity. Celebrity. Ninja. Excuse me. Ninja. Camel toe. Camel toe. I think we could work that in. Yeah. I'm just saying, is there something there? I know we're doing an on-air kind we're of We're going to find out. We are going to find out, Tyler. And that is just... And, and just something else that I want to bring everybody up to date with is that woman from last week, the blue shirt lady. Yes. That I said hello to from way too far away because we don't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. Doubled down this week, mm-hmm. said hello to her from even further. So you complain about something and then do it to an even more of an extreme degree. Yep, yep. to prove a point. Just wanted to make sure. You're really showing someone. I don't know whom. I don't know whom. But you know what? It worked out. She said hello back to me and I really felt it this time. I'm very proud for you. The, world needs, you. Uh, the world needs good people, Tyler. Don't be ashamed to be one. <laughs> you are such a piece of trash. That's the problem. Now, oh, 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 before we move on, let me say that I, um, I, ooh, what was the example that I gave? Oh, how you're doing something in your life, regardless of what it may be, whether it be um, a creative or you're working on something for school or work, whatever it may be, everybody knows the feeling of, of doing something and know, knowing in the moment uh, that it's good. That you're crushing. That you're that's going to be very enjoyable to listen you're to. In the zone. It's like when Steph Curry shoots his three point shot and then immediately runs in the next in the opposite direction. He knows it's going in. But see, I would say even different than that. I think that when you're really in that place, it is you're not even thinking about your whether or not you're doing it right. You're just doing it. Correct. Yeah. But but if but it feels good. Like yeah. you know that it's that yeah. you're that you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, and it's all moving so fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on the opposite end, I think everybody can relate where you feel like it's not working for you at all. You're putting something together and you're like, man, this just doesn't sound like it's gonna go over well when we debut it. Right. That is where I find myself with my news segment. I, there is going to be no news, at least for this week. I'm going to bring it back, but it is going to be a new, different variation of what I've been doing because I just feel like the news segment just has not been hitting. Uh, you know what? We could work on it together. I have ideas, and and we could uh, we could spice it up. We could we could mix it up. We could bring a little sex toy into our news. We could. You know, maybe even at this very moment, have Benoit balls that we're having trouble getting out, and we'll make this news segment exactly what rock hard, bro. Uh, now that you've been given your chance to speak, I'd like just to go on record by saying I'd prefer to do this alone now. Okay, but thank you for the offer. You, I me, news, touching tips, Tyler. Touching tips. We're gonna do this. Where um, where are we headed now, Ryan? Tyler. Very, th- this is what we're going to do, okay? We, I'm going to issue you a challenge for next... Oh, you know what I can't do? I'm going to issue a challenge for episode 11 because next week, make sure that you guys tune in. We got a true crime edition. You assholes should be tuning in for every episode. Of those guys you hate. I just want to give them a little preview. It's going to be totally true crime based. 
We want to do this every now and then. Just pick, an, just pick a subject and really sink our teeth into it, like Jeffrey Dahmer did. Mm. And, uh, so, and so I'm going to issue you a challenge for episode 11, okay? And hopefully we remember it, and it doesn't just go by the way. So. All right. Tyler. I want you to find 30 seconds of the worst song that you possibly can. Maybe not 30 seconds. Maybe that's too long. Too long. Okay, but but the, the worst song that you possibly can will go toe-to-toe in the worst song off, and we're going to see who wins. We'll take a vote online. I feel like we're really going to hurt some artist's feelings out there. Fuck them. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's take a break. Let's come back in here. Uh, and and let's just fucking let's just hold each other and tell every, tell each other that everything's gonna be okay, Tyler. Can can I hold the audience down and whisper sweet nothings into their ears? How the fuck did they get back in here? You oh. guys get out of here! Guys, go run! Get out of here! Run! Those guys. Recently, Lucio took his U.S. citizenship uh, citizenship test. You hate. Could you ask me the question again? How long do you think uh, the average person has to wait to take the mm. U.S. citizenship citizenship test? Go fuck yourself. Those guys, you hate. 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 And we are back, you bitches! Wow. Yeah. Yep. I wow. Re- that was uh, that. What you just did is spicier than the tequila on my breath. I will tell you that when you don't have actual good information to put out there, you get it with volume, Tyler. You just scream. You get it with volume. <laughs> and that's why you're here. Now, Tyler, very quickly, what I would love to do is I would love to just slowly, without anybody noticing, without making a big deal out of it, I would love to transition into your segment. See? Did you see how? Did you see how? We're gonna do my segment, Ryan. <laughs> We're, gonna do We're segment. doing my segment. That's how you do it. Wow, you just flexed muscles. I didn't know you had. Ooh, neither did I. Yeah. Welcome back to the Screaming Podcast. Well, we <laughs> well we are going to. If you can't get them with entertainment, you get them with volume. That's exactly right. Um, we're gonna be moving into my medical segment. Now, the thing is, this segment has a brother as well, a brother segment. Hermano. Uh, yes. Isn't yes. it usually like a sister, like a sister city, a sister Well, this could company. be the sister. Stop putting titles on people, okay? And maybe Jesus it's a hermaphrodite. Very true. All right. So. If you're a hermaphrodite, can you push it in? Uh, I guess it depends on how God des- decided to build your body for you. We can review. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Google, do you got this one? I don't or? know a lot about hermaphrodites. Um, I really don't. The only thing I know about them is that when we went to the Louvre and we saw the statue to Hermaphrodite. Oh, that's that's exactly right. Where mm-hmm. the where the name came from. But are are there any ones where both of them are? And I don't mean ones. Are there any people who are hermaphrodites where both of them are functioning? Uh, I want to say I, I believe so, but we can we review. can review. Yes. We can review. That's something this you time, hear about all the time, and you don't know anything about. This time with photos. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do a VR session of the show. It's going to be a show and tell. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move into my medical segment. This has a brother or sister or both segment, um, which is I have not. I did it on session zero. I have not done it yet. It's okay. uh, it's it's you remember. Damn nature. You scary. Oh, you. Oh, nature is scary. Nature is very scary. It certainly How, is. So this is a brother segment to it. However, I don't have a catchy title for it unfortunately so right now it's just we're gonna learn about medical issues how about damn medicine you fickle 
We're gonna work on I it. Feel we're like gonna I bring, nailed that. We're gonna brainstorm. Did I just nail that as, as as severely as I think I did? We're gonna figure it. Out. Gold <laughs> fucking metal, dude. Anyway. <laughs> Ryan, as you know, on the very long list detailing my many uh, eccentricities, hypochondria is near the top due to how severe it can be for me. Hypochondria sounds like a beautiful name for a daughter. Now, I, <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? Now, I don't want... Reflect upon it? I don't want to scare anyone, nor do I want to instill fear amongst our listeners. Well, then wear a mask. But I also... Ouch. But I also <laughs> think it necessary to inform everyone about the different things plaguing our species. I shame my daughter, hypochondria. <laughs> there are so many diseases out there. Oh, man. So many things that can afflict us at any time. And this is more poignant than ever, Tyler. I think that this really hits home with people. Very true. This coronavirus, you heard about it? Uh, once or twice. All right. I think we would be doing a disservice to not only us, but our many, many fans, uh, some of whom are international looking at you, one tooth. And some of them are dead from viruses. My good friend, but not yours, Ryan Alex, helped me out on this one and sent me a great list with different afflictions. And I did a little a little research on, on my own. Then came the choosing process. Didn't I pick Alex in our friend draft that we had? I thought that I took Alex. Never happened. Huh. Do I talk about alien hand syndrome, Ryan? Which is a very... Alien hands. It sounds interesting. A very rare side effect to brain injuries in which the person is unable to control the actions of one hand. Oh. Of one hand. Like, of one hand. Like it's the movie Idle Hands. Idle Hands, exactly. Ah, yeah. Very interesting. But, but not, it's not necessarily picking up a knife and trying to murder everybody it sees. It just, it'll sometimes... Just jerking off at a bus stop. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know what? Now, d scientifically, can we prove that that's a syndrome or maybe it's just a demon? Have we thought about that? Um, science doesn't believe in demons, Ryan. Okay, grow up. And okay, that's this why... isn't fairy tales. This isn't Santa Claus. This isn't the tooth fairy, okay? <laughs> oh, man, I missed that time. I hope nobody's playing this in the car with young children. Eh? Santa's because... <laughs> not real! <laughs> or uh, do I discuss... <clears throat> Fibrodysplasia ossificans progressiva. Nailed it. <laughs> Which is the single most terrifying thing I have ever heard of. And I mean that sincerely. What is fibrodysplasia? Nailed it. Yep. Whenever someone afflicted with this disease is injured, the body heals. As the body heals, it causes muscles, tendons, and ligaments to turn to bone. So if you have this and you're never injured, you're totally fine? No. Oh. You will be slowly paralyzed over the course of your life until you can move nothing but your lips. Now, maybe this is science. Maybe this is proof of Medusa. Have they thought about that? That is the, a very slow-acting Medusa. And it always happens to start from, like, the feet up. Uh, it's a Medosa. I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. And then you will die, more than likely die, before your 40th birthday. So it'll be like you're living in the dark ages. Uh, yeah, that's it. And that's how it always was. And nothing good happens after 40 anyway. That's fair. Yeah. Ooh, you're close. This colostomy bag, I mean, <laughs> just winking at me. Do I talk about the objectively hilarious foreign 
accent syndrome, which is, which is usually caused by head injury, head injury yeah. in which the person afflicted begins to speak with a heavy foreign accent, even though they have no relation to that region of the world, nor have they ever even been there before. I'll be impressed when somebody speaks a, an actual different language. There, There is a, uh, a lady in... England, who speaks with, who has this and speaks with a very, very heavy Asian accent, even oh, though my. she is not Asian. That sounds offensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and the people I've read reports of people who deal with this, yeah. they deal with a lot of uh, aggression because people think, a lot of people think they're, they're making fun of you. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Come say it to my face, lady. <laughs> so. I even decided not to talk about all the things uh, my friends Alex and Lauren, who whom work in hospitals, they tell me all the time about stuff they find up people's butts. That is a common thing in hospitals, things that people shove up their butts, not realizing that it's a vacuum up there, and then they get stuck and have to go get it uh sucked out. <laughs> what is what is the number one rule in the Haitian army? Always use a flared bottom. Oh, I thought it was just always have something in your bottom. Yeah, while having a flared bottom. Okay, got your you. Your butthole is like a suction cup, guys. Mm -hmm. Let's come on, grow up. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, is this like preschool? Like you think you know? That's like a rookie mistake, because that's what happened to me in preschool. I don't know how jokes work, Tyler. I don't. What's okay and what's not okay? I don't know. It's Need like grains of sand through an hourglass. I. It's all constantly shifting. Hey, I don't know exactly what's inappropriate or appropriate these days either. However, <laughs> however, I will say preschooler with a butt plug is definitely out of bounds. It's just like this coronavirus. If I want to put myself in danger, it was my preschool. <laughs> I oh can say whatever I want. Please stop talking. Okay, we're, we're, we're moving on. Anyway, going back to these terrible afflictions. I want to check myself back in. I have, like I said, I have a couple different nurse uh, friends who are nurses slash doctors. Right, you got it. You got friends. Jeez. And, and they've, and, and they're totally real and they totally <laughs> love me. And, and their names are Myler. <laughs> I gotta say, um, they, they, they've told me many times about, um, just people, how it's a constant plague that people shove stuff up their butts. Usually so many times, it's often men who do it without their wives knowing. Of There's course. a lot of shame that goes into of stuff. Course. Listen, if God didn't want you to shove something up your ass, you would not have put your G-spot in your ass. You know what? We need to, you know, like free the nipple. We need to start free the prostate. Free the prostate. Free the prostate, guys. A, there's a campaign. There's another weekly campaign. Yes. Everybody free the prostate, you homos. <laughs> I'm going to liberate them and then shame them immediately. Yeah. So, so a PSA to our kinky listeners, as Ryan said, he put it more poetically, you have a flared bottom. If you're planning to shove something up your ass, make sure you can get it out. Yeah. A PSA. I like that for your ASS, but I digress. <laughs> it's pretty good. No, I mean, episode title right there. Jesus. I mean, uh, we won't be discussing any of that on this episode because I have decided to go with Cotard delusion, aka walking corpse syndrome. Yeah, and and I told you this when you did this on episode zero. When we first started the show, I started a list of things that I just thought would be interesting to talk about. Cotard syndrome is on that list, and I'll never forgive you for stealing it from me, you piece of shit. Nibs it. Why? Why is that water so cold? What did, did you put ice in there? No, I got a bottle because our water dispenser isn't working right uh, now. Why do you hate the environment, Tyler? 
All right. What has it ever done for me? <laughs> Good point. Cotard delusion is a very rare mental disorder in which the afflicted person truly believes that they are already dead, do not exist, or have lost their blood in internal organs. So it's somebody who's walking around who either believes, who believes that they are some kind of zombie, some yeah. variation yeah, that of a zombie. That they've, that they've expired. Correct. But the whole thing is, is like you said with the accent syndrome, it's from getting a, a, like a head. Do you know what causes this? Like head injury well, or some of these people. And the thing is, this is such a very rare disease. So studies done on it have had to take decades mm -hmm. or, or, you know, a, a decade because to rack up a 100 pa patient survey, which is what I have here. Um, it took a long time to okay. find 100 people who have this. Uh, so a 100 pa patient survey found that 45% of pa patients deny their self-existence while the other 55% believe themselves to be immortal. Wow. The disease was... Th those are very different things. Very different things. <laughs> I never existed. I'm everything! <laughs> <laughs> the, the disease was studied uh, first in 1880 by a, neuro by a neurologist, Jules Cotard. Now you got to think being a neurologist in today's day and age, that is a crazy, respectable, amazing career. Being a neurologist in 1880, you're just like getting corpses, just cracking the skull open, you're right? You're sawing the top of people's heads off. <laughs> you're bolting them back on. It's like you're being a legal serial killer. You're getting Kuru because you're taking a little taste. You know, everybody knows when you're cooking, you take a little taste. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? Excuse me. I said that the disease was first studied in 1880 by Jules Cotard. He is actually the, obviously, where the name comes from, but the first reported case goes all the way back to 1788. Even though more than 230 years have passed since it was first reported on, it is a mystery. As much now as it was back then, um, the disease is, is, is as much of a mystery. We know very little yeah. about it because it's it's something misfiring in the brain. I mean, that's with all of these things. It is. It, I think what, what what I like to talk about, not just on the show, but in real life, it is kind of how much more your mind has control of your body and vice versa. Your body has control of your mind. As a matter of fact, I have a little something about that coming up, coming on the podcast. Did you just bloop it at the end? <laughs> bloop. Ah, we're freestyling it. Let's go it. back to Kotar. Yeah, please. Anything but this. Kotar spoke about the varying degrees of this illness. He wrote that a mild case is characterized by despair and self-loathing, while a severe case <laughs> is characterized by intense delusions of negation and chronic psychiatric depression. It also caused the sufferer the suffer to withdraw from others due to their lack of personal hygiene and physical health. Huh. Any thoughts so far, Ryan? You, Tyler, it sounds like you. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know if all the symptoms lie. Yeah, they do. They absolutely I'm do. Being in this room is making my eyes sting, Tyler. It's you. It's just always been you. Am I allowed to use the old uh, adage, he who smelt it, uh, dealt it? And uh, am I allowed to use the old adage, he who says that is a total cotard? What's an adage? I. It's when you put two things together. <laughs> now, let's get into a couple case studies. The first, which was done by Cotard himself, focused on a woman known only as Mademoiselle X. 
She claimed that's sexy. Oh, it's so sexy. That's sexy. She claimed to have no brain, no nerves, no chest, no stomach, and no intestines. Just like my last girlfriend. You know what I mean? I really don't. I, I'm so sorry about that to everyone I've ever dated. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't start apologizing now, or else that'll just be the rest of the show. <laughs> to all the guys I've heard before. <laughs> Not only that, she claimed she was condemned to eternal damnation and therefore could not die a natural death since according to her, she didn't have the correct organs to digest food and she couldn't die. She didn't need to eat. How, but so how was she not dying then? Would you like to know how she died? Ryan? Yeah. The measles. Uh Oh, vaccinate your kids. God damn it. (laughs) These people were alive back then too. Actually, after weeks of suffering, yes, of course she died of starvation. Okay. That makes sense because she was wrong. Uh, just a bit wrong. A little bit. I I would, I would. And obviously this is a mental disease that we're talking about. So I, I, I genuinely mean this when I say this, I would really like to know the mental gymnastics that her brain is pull doing by, by while her stomach is consuming her. Well, but, but not just that you, she says she has no chest or stomach. All you got to do is look down. Yeah. But I mean, no, no. And I'm saying it's a, it's a mental disorder. mm -hmm. I am wondering what. If she looks down and I'm sure her eyes yeah. can see it, yeah. what is her brain saying? Well, it's the same thing as like where you meet one of those beautiful women. Now, this is a little bit different because this is conjecture. Like you don't say, you know, I think this person has a stomach and legs and somebody else says, I don't really see it. It's those. They're different. But the way that, you know, you meet like a beautiful woman who has uh, what's it called where you're seeing something different body dysmorphia mm-hmm. or l- like Lil' Kim. Yeah. Like, like little Kim. Don't yeah. you think it's kind of the same? She's looking in the mirror and she's not seeing what's real. Oh, I got some body dysmorphia. I, I, as do I. Tyler. Yes. Oh, I've got, I. oh, I've got body dysmorphia for you too. So don't worry about it. Yeah. I think you look terrible. <laughs> I, I'm going to beat you to the joke. I think you look horrible. I was going to be positive. Oh. Those nips are on fire today. Thank man. you. I yeah. just got them waxed. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shined. <laughs> and breast surgery and nipples put on. <laughs> then. There was an article published back in uh, as recently as 96 uh, about a Scotsman whose symptoms began after suffering head trauma during a motorcycle accident. Man, those head traumas will really mess with you. Well, we talk about it all the time with the serial killers, man. You you look you up You talk here. about it all the time. Oh, God, they just give me erections. And, uh, but Enough they, with the erections, <laughs> Ryan. That's what I'm saying. But so many of them just had... Um, and man, I could totally be wrong about this, but but an injury to their prefrontal cortex where your impulse control is, where your decision making is, and it I think a lot of them kind of had the genetics for it, and then they have the head injury. Well, and a lot of them- uh, And it's uh, go time. Uh, as, as much as it was nature with the head dramas, nurture. Some of those people sure. grow up in really fucked up situations. Sure. Uh, who was I just listening to about? I was listening to a, uh, My Favorite Murder. They were talking about Sid Vicious. And oh, yeah, you, we were talking about that, yeah. For his, like, 16th birthday or something, his mom gave him heroin. Oh, my God. His mom gave him heroin. And, oh my and, God. and even, like, Johnny Rotten is like, dude, what's going on with all that? And he's like, oh, man, my mom just knows that I, I you know, the heroin chills me out. Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't have a shot. You yeah. don't have a shot. He, yeah. he, he overdosed at 21. Well... Like the rest, and you know, just to go back to what we were talking about, we were discussing this article that was published in 96 about a Scotsman who suffered head trauma during a motorcycle accident. Like the rest, he believed that he was actually dead. In 1990, after he was discharged from the hospital, his mother and he moved 
His mother and him or his mother and he? His mother and he, I believe. All right. Nailed it. We can review that nobody gives a shit about. Moved, they both moved to South Africa. He was convinced he had been brought to hell, which was confirmed in his mind by the heat. Africa, be hot, y'all. Yeah, I've heard that, actually. I have a shirt that says that. He, <laughs> he claimed he died from either sepsis, which he was at risk for early in his recovery, um, from AIDS. It was reported that he uh, read an article about someone with AIDS who died from sepsis. So immediately he his, took it his brain took these two right. things on. Or the third one, an overdose to a yellow fever injection. Uh, which I, I really couldn't figure out what was going on there. Like why he was terrified of that. Why, like somebody was going to inject him with yellow fever. I, I don't know where that that's, came from. That's like that urban myth where somebody puts a syringe in you and it says you have HIV now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you scary. sit on, you sit on the theater seat that has the, the random needle coming out of the, and that's why movie theaters are dying because <laughs> of all the AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully it seems to be treatable in, in today with today's medicine. It seems to be treatable with the right medication uh, and therapy with most, most patients showing huge improvements over the course of six to 12 months. I love that. And, and I think that that just, and I'm going to turn this right into something uh, that I want to talk about. I, it, it's, it's amazing. The, the hold that your mind has over you. Well, you, and, and this goes to the placebo effect where you can create or take away things that are happening to you just by believing that they are actually happening. Absolutely. And there are actual side effects to placebos. People get the side effects mm -hmm. to placebos, mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. That's bro. how I got my anal leakage. It was just all placebo. No, it's not. But it, no, it's not. It it's, was, a it's a real problem. It was Ryan. all that masturbatory blood anal. Oh, what's the problem? Dude, you couldn't have just stopped at masturbatory anal. You had to throw the blood in there. Show name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And no. that is Cotard disease. Damn. Fantastic. Tyler. I like Cotard disease. It's, it's something that's <laughs> interesting. It's like, uh, you know, coffin birth. It's just World something War II. that's interesting. Real boner killer, Tyler. And, and my it, high school nickname. I'm going to feed it right. <laughs> this is why they stopped letting you teach there. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Joke. thank you. I feel dirty. I'm sweaty. Now, now this is, I just put a hold on a book on in the library app for a book called The Mind-Gut Connection. And what that is. Have you ever, you know that that saying, gone, uh, I'm going with my gut. I, yeah. have, I have this gut feeling it's about very, it. Very good idea. Butterflies in your stomach. Mm -hmm. um, you're getting signals from your stomach, okay? And what that is, is there some researchers saying that there is a second brain in your stomach. Mm. And hidden in the walls of your digestive, your digestive system is this brain in your gut. And it's revolutionizing medicine's understanding of the links between digestion, mood, health, and the way that you think. Absolutely. They, they actually found that you have billions of different bacteria in yep. your gut yep. that, that, that does a whole range of different things for you. Well, but it's not just that. They have found cells in your gut. And once I listen to the book, I will give you more information on this. You sound so informed now. I'm Don't just, even say no, no book. I, it is your entric nervous system and it's two thin layers of more than a hundred million nerves in 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 your cells in your lining of your stomach 
that go from your esophagus to your rectum. It's almost like uh, it's almost like the um, synapses in your brain, right. where all these things are just connected That's on top exactly of each right. other. That's exactly right. And yeah. what they're saying is they're cells that are almost capable of thought. Thought not in the way of your mind, but in the reason why this speaks so directly to me is that when I have social anxiety, when I have a problem, that's exactly where I feel feel it, on my right side in the bottom of my stomach. Mm. And I do believe that there is something there, that there is, and I know I'm going into kooky pants territory. Go 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 for kooky pants. I think that's your root chakra. I mm. think that's part of opening up your, your chakras and realigning your body and the way that you're supposed to think maybe isn't fully with your head. So do I just make a joke about this uh, or do I answer you sincerely? Uh, please do, because this is just, I've been driving the, the boat right into the rock. I speak for the rest of the audience when I say you sound like a real idiot. right? Yeah, now. I, you're absolutely right about this. Mm -hmm. But I think the world is going through a, a plague of psychological disorder. And maybe we're not thinking right. Just let people be happy in their misery, Ryan. Why must you take things from us? If you don't open up your chakras, I'm going to come beat the shit out of you. I'm going to beat them into submission. I am going to fucking reach in there into your root chakra, AKA your buttle. All right, Tyler, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going, I, I, I have my, my uh, my segment coming up. Unless you have something else that you want to jump in on, I, I just to, just to put a little little cherry on top of that segment that you just or that the discussion we just had. I gotta say, a dainty top on top of the bear. All you have to say, I mean, that's just a redundant statement. All you have to say is that you on next week's episode are gonna teach us how to think from our gut to our rectum. Are you kidding me? There is no better cliffhanger than thinking from your gut to your butt. You always get them at the end. And I'm not going to do it next week because next week is true crime edition. Oh, that's true, but thinking from your gut to your butt is so interesting. Thinking to me. from your gut to your butt it's pretty is good. not, it, that was like a PSA for your ASS. Hey, that's like a t shirt we could have in the future. Uh, let's not do that. We're already not allowed in school zones, Tyler. Okay, now here's the deal with my segment, okay? It is something, and, and I, I want to be modest, and I'm trying to grow as a person here, but it's something that has never been done before. It is a brand new idea that nobody has ever done, and I came up with it by myself. So this is a totally original idea. Totally original idea. Credit to no one. Nobody helped me here. All the little people that I had to step on, fuck you. Michael Jordan, are you giving your Hall of Fame speech again? <laughs> you guys never believed in me. Hey, you know what you fucking did. So let me. Here's just... my high school coach up here in the first row. Fuck you, dude. Double birds, brother. <laughs> Double. Call me Larry because I'm giving you a bird. That's pretty good. Thank you, buddy. Let's go ahead and let's dive right into my segment that I created. It's all by myself. All Nobody right. ever helped me. Fuck you guys. So excited. Welcome to Stuff You Should Have Known. Brought to you by Save Yourself Studios in conjunction with Ghost Dog Productions. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan, and that is Tyler over there, and we are those guys you hate. Today, we will be talking about the Milgram Experiment, Tyler. Oh, the Milgram Experiment. The Milgram I, know, Experiment. I know I have heard the name before, but... Can I just say that, and what is this called? This is this is stuff you should have known. Stuff you should have known. known. I gotta tell you, that doesn't sound like anything that's going on right now. Well, this is a totally original idea. Well, here's how I came up with it. 
You should already fucking known this shit. You, if you're going to parties and you don't know this, you look like an asshole. You're, you're a waste of a human being. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But here I am, the hero, riding in on my white stallion. I'm going to save you. Why does it got to be white? Because inherently what? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Back up. Abort. Abort. <laughs> Josh and Chuck made me do it. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about the Milgram experiment. Now, what the Milgram experiment is, it was, it was set to examine behaviors by an average American in their willingness to obey authority figures. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the, it, it was, it was basically to study how a regular person would react when an authority figure uh, when their orders conflicted with their personal beliefs and morals. So it's basically to find out what co what supersedes the other, the the uh, command from authority or your own personal morality. You're exactly right. Mm. You're exactly right. So 1963, okay? You're walking down the street. You've got uh, bell bottoms on. Your your mustache is way too your your uh, is way too long. Your 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 pubic hair is unkempt. Oh my god, I am loving this. You're, uh, you're just actually this could be any day for you. Cotard disease. <laughs> <laughs> and you find a flyer, and it's advertising a study for memory and learning. Now this study is going to pay you four dollars an hour. Okay. Now this is 1963. I looked it up. That is thirty three dollars and six cents right now. Pretty excellent. I mean, are you effing kidding me? It's pretty excellent. I am willing to pretend like I am a corpse for that much money. So I mean, you you work you work an easy three hours and you make a hundred bucks right there. I, I don't know how math works, but sure, <laughs> sounds roughly okay. Technically ninety nine. Now, when you when you arrive to this place, Tyler, you're told that you're going to be participating in a study of the effects of punishment on learning. Which sounds like a higher kind of, hey, we're trying to figure out. The that best sounds way. like I get to beat kids. That's exactly right. It's like being in Taiwan. You get to cane people. Give me a yardstick and I'm good to go. That's three feet. <laughs> now, people, they, what they want to know is if people learn their best after being punished for making a mistake, which seems like a, a lofty goal. And you could understand how that could be used in society. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, there are three people there. Okay. The experimenter. It makes you draw to see it's, it's the experimenter, you and someone else. Now the experimenter makes you draw like names out of a hat, who is going to be the teacher and who is going to be the student. So it's, it's so it's totally arbitrary. It just, it just lady luck gets to decide who is uh, doing what. That is exactly right. Mm -hmm. So you reach in and you pull out teacher. Okay. Okay. So you're taken into a little room where the student, quote unquote, is hooked up to a number of electrodes. Okay. Okay. Now, it's explained to both of you that you are going to be giving the student who's hooked up with the electrodes a number um, of word pairs for you to remember. Okay. Okay. You're, you're then going to go back and give them the first word and they will have four options to choose the other word. So it's just a game of memorization. A game of memorization. Mm. You're exactly right. So they have to remember which which one goes with which, and they're given a number of options. So as the experimenter is getting everything ready, and he's getting ready to begin, the student tells you he's a little worried about the shocks because of a heart condition. Okay. Okay, which I, I could understand that being kind of worrisome. Off-putting. Now, the experimenter then tells you that the shots will just be painful and not dangerous. 
So that's still off-putting. Like it, I don't want to cause people pain. I would be, and and who knows about these things until you're actually in them. But yeah, I, yeah. I would immediately, you know, you watch some of these, um, uh, what is it, the the candid camera shows, mm. and. I I squirm in so many of these. I wonder if I would be a bad subject because I'm immediately uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 we also, I just realized we have to take into account the amount of money that these people are getting paid. That is true. That that will that is pressure true. you into certain situations, especially considering your financial situation at the time. Thirty three dollars an hour is substantial. Substantial. And I mean, this is that. Would you say this was sixty four? Sixty three. So, yeah. So, I mean, damn, dude. Yeah. No, it is. Well, I'm just saying it's thirty three dollars in our money now. So no, no, no. I know. I'm. I'm simply saying that that is a decent. Uh, that's a decent day's work right there. But what you're, you but know? what you're pointing out makes a lot of sense. Like that's an added weight on your shoulders. Yeah. Okay. So you're taken into another room after the student has told you, "Hey, you know, my heart's a little bad. I'm a little worried about this." Mm-hmm. So you're taken into another room where you cannot see the student. Now you're right on the other side of the wall where you can hear everything that's going on. You just can't physically see them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now the experimenter sits. So you're facing this wall and, and, and the experimenter is sitting at a desk, literally looking over your right shoulder. Yep. Okay. Which is like a place of authority. You know, of course, I mean? of course you literally have authority breathing down your neck, literally breathing down your neck. Very good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put that together. Stop being smarter than me. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Now sitting in front of you is what's known as the shock box. I have written shark box, but that doesn't make any sense. Tyler. Both sound equally terrifying. <laughs> it's the shark box. <laughs> Release the great white. We hadn't yelled in long enough, so I had to get in there. Now, it's a big metal box with many different switches on it. Now, all the way on the left, there, the, the it's labeled 15V, and it goes all the way up to 450V, which, I mean... I wish I knew about watts and kilowatts and all that. I'm I, sure it's a lot. I think that stands for volume. You got to pump up the volume. Show name? just for that bad joke. So it goes up to 450 volts, but in increments. Okay. I mean, that would be daunting. That would be fucking daunting. So they each have labels on them because if you tell me, Hey, hey, Ryan, can I inject, you know, 300 volts into you? Is that a, well, I was going to say, is that a nine volt battery? I guess I would know that's not a nine volt battery. Do I get to decide (laughs) where we're attaching the uh, clamps, the electrodes, whatever they are? You call that a scrotum. (laughs) No, so, don't worry. I brought my own. So there's little <laughs> labels. <laughs> Hook it up to my meat pads. <laughs> so yeah, the, it goes from slight shock to moderate shock, all the way up to strong shock, intense shock, and dauntingly enough, at the end, you see XXX, which I would assume is going to shoot out some type of porno. I was going to say, yeah. is it is this dangerous? Or if I switch it to this, the guy behind me is going to start blowing me. Am I going to get a jug of really hard alcohol? Is that what's going to about to happen? So you start listing the word pairs. And whenever the student gives the wrong answer, you're instructed to give them a shock by the guy who's behind you. Shock them. Shock them. Shock them. So... The student is doing pretty well. And then, except for a few instances where you do have to shock them. And when that happens, there's barely anything happening at all. At the very most, like a slight gasp, like, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's a bummer, but okay. Almost like you were were surprised. You're exactly right. Now, you hit a point in this study where it just feels like the student completely falls apart. Okay? Getting question after question wrong. Okay? 
So now when he gets one wrong, instead of a slight gasp, you are hearing the student cry out in pain. Okay. So now you're audibly hearing him like yelping. Okay. My, my brain, my brain doesn't deal well with other people's injuries and sadness. Yeah. So it's putting a funny spin on it where I'm just picturing you sitting in the chair of the person doing the shocking with the teacher behind you. Oh, I'm the, I'm, you're the shocker. I'm the teacher. You're, no, no, no. The teacher's behind you. No, no, no. That's the administrator. You're the teacher. That's the student, the administrator of the whole oh, you know, the I scientist. See. I see. So you're the student. I should have really broke this down at the beginning. It would have made it easier. You have <laughs> teacher, student, and administrator. Okay. And I'm just picturing you every time they answer something wrong, you're getting more and more frustrated with them. So you're shocking them. And then each time they say something wrong, you're just like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me, man? Absolutely. <laughs> I've told you about the one time that I've ever been in a fight in my whole life. I am not a, a violent person. Mm. This person put me in such a bad position. I had no choice while I was in the middle of the fight. I'm like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> yeah. What is your fucking problem, bro? I hate making people at least be in physical pain. Yeah. Emotional yeah. pain. No big deal. Ooh, you're like the, uh, maybe a little bit of a boner. You're, you're like the Osama bin Laden of <laughs> mental torture. Could we not do that? The <laughs> name of the show. Um, so, this guy is falling apart. He's getting he's getting question after question wrong, and you are shocking the shit out of them. And now you are starting to sweat. Okay, I doubt they got any um, sociopaths in there. I doubt they got any serial killers. This is making you fucking queasy, man. Yeah. So the experimenter is noticing your discomfort, but from over your right shoulder, he says, "Please continue." Mm -hmm. Okay, I picture him in like a short sleeve white shirt with thick like black glasses and a black tie. No, but it's not it's not short sleeve because remember this is the '60s, so he's definitely got like a plaid long sleeve, nah. just real nerd shirt on. I'm seeing Michael Douglas from Falling Down. Have you ever seen Falling Down? Never even heard of it. Wow, that was a that was a movie that was on HBO every 20 minutes when I was growing up. We can review. We can review. <laughs> we can review. Movie Tyler, night. We can review. Tyler watches Falling Down. It's about these little minor annoyances and he starts going it, like he goes postal before people are gone postal oh nice yeah. and he and in some weird way he's still the hero of the movie mm, shoots up a school uh yes no no he didn't it's something with his wife don't remember so the experimenter says please continue now you read out the word list and again student get it gets it wrong and you have to increasingly keep going up you administer the shock and this time you hear the student pounding on the wall in pain which is fucked up. Um, what's more fucked up? The fact that he's getting hurt or the fact that he just keeps getting these questions incorrect. I guess that's the only way you're going to learn. Absolutely. This hurts me more than it hurts you. And now you're dead. So imagine how much it hurts me. Now, anybody in their right mind would be, would not be okay with this and turn around and object. But the, ex the experimenter says in a very monotone voice, the experiment requires that you continue. You have no other choice. You must go on unwillingly you do you continue and after another wrong response all sounds from the other room cease mm. here's how the experiment came to an end tyler if you gave four verbal protests like hey i don't want to do this that ended it or if you had given the final shock of 450 volts so have you killed the other person? So if, ostensibly, I mean, you don't know what happened, but it it could have if you gave them that shock three times. Mm. Oh my god! Now here's what. Oh my god! You, here's what you don't know. Okay, 
the student that you were shocking was part of the experiment as well. You slippery son of a bitch. <laughs> you sly <laughs> fox. Uh, the whole thing was a setup. You, were, you weren't actually shocking anyone at all. Oh, good. Well, then he did deserve it. Yep. I would have gone 450 immediately. I would have ruined the experiment. Now, um, the, you were always going to be the teacher. It was the whole thing was a fucking setup. Okay. Mm. When the result of the study came out, which I, everybody's just waiting to hear this one part. Obviously it was very disturbing. Otherwise I wouldn't be telling you about this. 65% of the participants shocked all the way. Yeah. If you would have come out and said 2% of the participants shocked all the way, this wouldn't make for a very Why good. Why did you waste? <laughs> People are just great. And so, I, so you said 65%. 65% of 65 out of 100 people would, would ooh, wow, that, and, is a, that is a high number. And now here's the whole thing. D um, is it, what would that percentage have been if it wasn't an authority figure over your shoulder telling you to do it? How many percentage of people are just bad people? How many of them are just trying to do what they think is that, I, will, I want to know the percentage of people who would have gone immediately to the highest voltage. Let's get this over with, baby. I got places right. to be and people to shock. Which is the word pair for orange? I don't think orange was in there. But the whole thing is. Sir, just give me a knife. I'm going to go in and finish the job. All right. So 65% of them shocked all the way because in, and we, we talk about Nazis way too much on this show, but they're just damn interesting. That's what so many of them said. I was just following orders. Yeah. I was just following orders. How much of our human makeup is based on just following orders? Oh, some of the worst atro atrocities in history were committed by people just following orders. We're all just following orders, but luckily for you, the, there was a version of the experiment where the learner claimed to have a heart condition before mm. the whole thing started and the number did drop from 65%. Oh, okay. That's awesome. How yes. much? To 63%. Ah, no! At least it didn't go up. Oh, At you, least it didn't go you up. You blessed two percenters. Oh, you saints. So I am going to just leave you with... A heart condition? A upper decker in your toilet. Oh. This is a quote from Milgram himself, Stanley Milgram. This is what he so, said. So, and, and please forgive me. Milgram is the lead scientist. He's the guy who came up with this. Okay, cool. Ordinary people simply doing their jobs and without any particular hostility on their part can become an agent in a terrible destructive process. Moreover, even when the destructive effects of their work become patently clear and they are asked to carry out actions incompatible with fundamental standards of morality, relatively few people have the resources needed to resist authority. What do you think you would do in that situation, Tyler? I mean, I'd like to say that I'm... I, the, the thing is, is... I have a thought on you, so I'm going to follow up. It is so easy to say, uh, you know, I would do this. I would do the moral thing. I would do the moral thing. Yeah. I am so so abhorrently against violence in any, in any, you really are in any sense. Like I, I, I fucking hate violence to the point where it makes me want to punch you. Yeah. And yeah. I just, that alone makes me want to cower in fear. Violence is part of the, of the world. You're though. absolutely right. Yeah. And it's some trauma that I suffered as a child that made me so against it, but I'm, I'm I don't feel bad about not enjoying violence. Like I don't give a shit about that. So I would like to say that I, yeah, you can't enjoy American cinema. I think, uh, well, I, I love it when I know it's fake. Um, I think that I would immediately, uh, you know, stop. Here's, here's my thought process on you. You're absolutely, you recoil in the face of violence. I don't like it. If I were to guess, yeah, but see, I'm not big on violence, but if I'll, I, 
I'll defend myself. I just don't like violence. Only against my son. <laughs> no, but here's the deal. I see you not being able to go through with it, but also I see you because of your anxiety and stuff like that, not being able to tell this person no. No, I don't. I, I don't think so. Uh, I think I, I think it, if it comes to the pain, dealing somebody else. Uh, pain, I think that would very quickly outweigh my, Trump. my my anxiety um, of not wanting to rock the boat or whatever. I, I would actually, if uh, put a gun to my head, I would say, why are you doing this? But then secondly, I would say, I would agree with you. I don't think that you, I think you would quit pretty quickly. I, I wouldn't be able to. If I had to put money down. Uh, and you know what? I like to think that I would too, but I don't, you know. No, you're a sadistic, psychopathic, violent person. You I love it. You, 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 you live you 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 bathe in the blood of your enemies. Uh, hopefully they're virgins. But I I told you I've been in one I've been in one fight in my whole entire life. I'm not a, I'm that not, we know of. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Mm -hmm, that's what all fighters say. I'm not even good at that, <laughs> honestly. And and you you love when you fight and you fight when you love. I mean, figure it out, dude. <laughs> this guy is got his fist raised with a boner, just weeping. And that is stuff you should have known. I don't know if he's hitting on me or about to hit me. <laughs> I don't know if he's coming in me. What? I'm sorry. Yeah, he's taking now, it too far. Now, very quickly, because we're at the end of the show here, Tyler. I don't know if you know that. We've been doing the show for four and a half hours. Making that cold open that we recorded ahead of time, I had to Google how to give someone Stockholm Syndrome. Mm, you got put on a list somewhere. Now, here's what I'm thinking. What if we got some sort of uh, like a like a decorative tome? What if we got some sort of ornate book that was empty that every time we had to Google something terrible for mm. the show, we put how to give someone Stockholm Syndrome. That's pretty good. That goes in. We keep it up here. And that, that'd be a fun read through, bro. That, that would be, be a fun, fun read through. That yeah. could be fun. And we could, we could treat it as a very sanctimonious yes! event. Our Asian people from the future. <laughs> oh, I think we now enter it into the book of Google. They know how to Tokyo drift and break dance. It's incredible. What? And they're all ninjas. Okay. That's offensive. Whoa. Tyler. What's the moral of the story? Isn't it crazy how racism works? Because either Asian people are terrible drivers who can't do anything, or they're Tokyo drifting around the city. Pick a side, people. It's a double-edged katana sword, man. Moral of the story is uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of ailments out there that can really fuck you up. Yeah, there, there is. And, there and, is a, and it's very interesting, too. There's a lot of stuff and um, terrifying stuff. And I believe the moral of the story, something that I have learned from that, from this episode, is that you should never exit your comfort zone. First of all, you could easily get cotard disease. Second of all, you could wind up at a party like Ryan did wearing no! shorts and everyone's in jeans. No, I have legs. I have legs. At least we know you don't have cotards disease. Contrary to popular belief, I have legs. I'm alive and I have legs. I'm alive and well. <laughs> God, I'll never make that mistake again. I no longer have legs. You I look like such an idiot. Call me Lieutenant Dan, because I have no legs. <laughs> Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I am glad you asked, Tyler. Whoa. The moral of the story is that this show will, from now on, live by the code of the samurai. That's not Japanese what you're doing. I'm pretty sure it might be, Tyler. <laughs> what I will oh, no, oh. no, don't. Tyler, shut up. I, from now on, I, I think Code of the Samurai is just being a nice person. That's all that I think that it is. Yeah, but they wake before sunrise and they clean their swords. Do You're you have a sword? You're thinking of roosters. Do you, think of a, do you have a sword? Sure. Do you? Wiener joke. Tyler, 
I think that's more we of should, a dagger. I th- <laughs> a stiletto, if it's you a, will. It's a blow dart. <laughs> I think that we should go back to the code of the samurai, and I think that we should start living with some sort of honor. I, I actually mean this. I mean it. So this cult is going to live by the word of the samurai? We're all getting Cotard syndrome! And, uh, you know, uh, coffin birth. So what part of that was the, the moral? I wanted to play this music again. <laughs> I, I fucking love this music, bro. I really do. The mo- oh. Wow, that was sudden and... Meant to be. Yeah. Uh, the moral of the story is that you and I got dealt some adversity today. We we had to re-record this thing three times, and we hung in there. We got somewhere to be. It's not a normal Saturday in quarantine times. We, we have somewhere to be. We hung in there. We buoyed ourselves. Mm-hmm. And listen, I, I don't know if this is going to be our best performance, but we pulled ourselves back up by our bootstraps, and we got samurai with it. The only one who wears bootstraps is you, and it's to the airport. Only when I'm going to the airport. It's really frustrating. Would you please bring me into that room and inject me? With your fingers. Did I say two fingers? How about you make it a fist? Let's make it an elbow. (laughs) Well, we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.